J.D. Talking Sports, it is Sunday, August 5th, 2018. This freaking month is going by way too fast. So the Yankees, since we're tied July 1st, and since then the Sox have won 22 of 28, and the Yankees are now eight and a half games out of first place. So they're playing for the wild card. Chance Adams, first major league start, they lost 4-1, didn't get a lot of run support. Yankees scored a run in the ninth. It's on Tanaka tonight. I'll tell you, they're missing Judge. They're missing everything. Aaron Boone, his first, what were we, his, his first moment of crisis, you would say. But, uh, hey, Red Sox have been hot all season. It's not like they were ever going to catch him. I thought the Red Sox definitely had a better pitching staff. And J.D. Martinez is a freaking beast. What a free agent pickup for the Red Sox. They had the Hall of Fame last night. I saw Brian Dawkins. Somebody said that he might be the most beloved Eagle ever? Yeah, I think he's up there. He, he was. A, that's a that's a blue collar town. They like him a lot. Saw some of Randy Moss. Saw some of uh, Ray Lewis's going out with. Who was who was the? Yeah, because he he was taking the same draft with the guy out of UCLA, the offensive Jonathan Ogden, and they came out to do the dance, whatever. And I always, I'll tell you, I still remember. I still, I still remember. I still remember when. Randy Moss came in the league. I mean, that first year was magical. I talked about that first season where they went 15-1 then lost that NFC Championship game where Gary Anderson had missed a field goal all season and misses one, which would have given him a 10-point lead. They should have, should have still beat in Atlanta. And then Atlanta went into the freaking Super Bowl that year. And the uh, NFL Man of the Year solicited prostitution the night, the, the night before the, the Super Bowl, and they were never in it. And they lost to the freaking Broncos. And I thought that, you know, Vikings that year should have made the Super Bowl. But the Yankees playing like shit. Mets got a win last night, though. The Grom lost Friday night. The freaking Liberty are now a six-game losing streak. The season's over. I feel bad. Man, listen, Lambeer leaves. And did you hear about that with the Las Vegas Aces? Basically, they it took them 24 hours to get to Washington and they got in late and they, they, they decided to not play the game. I've never heard of a team saying they were too tired to play a, a, a basketball game. And it's happened to other teams. You know, they've been on no sleep. I've never heard a team. I know you had an odyssey to get to a game, but they said, ah, we didn't have enough sleep. We were in 20, it took us 24 hours and all these plane delays and everything. And so they basically, I think they forfeited the game. You're professional athletes. You know, listen, so that means if I was on a flight for 24 hours and I had to go to work, I mean, I've done that with work, you know, sometimes we've all done it where we have to, we're up all night or you have a kid or something or something happens and you're up all night and you're like, oh shit, you know, I'm not going to go to work today. You have to go to fucking work. You have to pay your bills. These are professional athletes. Tough shit. I'm sorry you got stuck in a fucking airplane. Play the fucking game. Yeah, that, that pisses me. And then Donald Trump fucking bashing LeBron James, calling him an idiot. The guy from Lemon from CNN. Are you fucking kidding me? Guy sends up, set up, sets up a school for at-risk youths, a whole school in Akron, Ohio, all he's doing in the world right now, and you've got to fucking bash him? Are you fucking kidding me? Is this, what you, is this the most important thing you should be worrying about right now, Donald Trump, is, is, hit, is, is bashing and saying, I like Mike, and, you, and then Mike, Mike, uh, Michael Jordan comes to his defense, Melania Trump comes to his defense, all these players come to his defense? Are you fucking kidding me, you fucking moron? This is the leader of our free world. This is what he's doing with his free time is bashing LeBron James for opening a school and trying to do because he, you know, he's, he's, uh, he said uh, sports, you know, you're trying to divide us when sports is supposed to bring us together. LeBron said, hey, before, you know, I played sports, I didn't know any white people. You know, listen, it opened up to him to a whole different world. 
And look what he's done. It's not like, listen, you could say whatever you want. And, oh, he's been in the, he's only three and five in finals, whatever. Jesus Christ. I mean, his last three and five, he's in the last eight finals, three and five. Are you kidding me? That's what you're, and you're going to bash a guy who's trying to do good things for his community from where he grew up? Disgust me. I mean, really fucking disgust me when I, I, I read that. I'm like, you know, if he could just stop fucking tweeting and just concentrate on the, on, 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 on things that are important right now. That's not important right now, right? Never was, never should be. Really disgusted me. Oh, man, I just, I, I, it, it, it really infuriated me. Yeah. Oh, Johnny Football, first football game in 950 days. 950 days. First pass gets picked off. Second pass wasn't his fault. Four interceptions in the first half. They lose 50 to 11 through, through for 104 yards in the game. He had a couple of plays where he got away, but man, they got destroyed by the team he was. He he was his, his original team that he was traded from, the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Now they don't have a good team, but still, I tried watching. It's you know what? It's tough to watch. It's tough to watch the CFL. Not I mean, it's okay, but I guess you know it's like anything. If you're watching shitty football, it's shitty football. And I just read so Kirk Street, They're doing their first game. They're going to be in South Bend for Michigan Notre Dame first. Football's right around the corner, man. How good is that? And I read a cool story about Diana Taurasi and uh, Brittany, uh, Brittany Griner, Grenier. And uh, how the two of them have played so well. And Taurasi, Taurasi, like, cut out all... She's 36 now, and she cut out all... They, they also play in uh, Brittany Griner. They both they play in Russia together. And, you know, they've... You know, Taurasi's had one of her best seasons ever. And she said she uh, she got rid of sugar and other toxins, and she's uh, married to uh, they have new they have kids her and Penny Taylor her new spouse. So she returned in January from the season in Russia, and she relaxed by working out eight thirty to four every day with weights, flexibility, encore drills, and yoga, as what she describes as a physical and psychological three month reconstruction of herself. Now, where Coach Sandy Brondello says it's credit to her for all the work that she can use to put into her body and put into her game and body and into her mind, you know. 36 years age, age to go out and play at the level she plays at is really is amazing. I'm in awe of her sometimes. Karen and I went to a game and she she's like the she's the coach on the on the court. I love watching her play. She plays with such ferocity. She is awesome. And that's so cool. Yeah. I would love to be working at 8:30 to 4 every day. I would love that. That would be like the best ever. Yeah, that would be so freaking cool. So the, so the Grom took a loss Friday night. They lost to the Braves, too, and he knocked in the only run of the game. He leads the majors with 185 ERA. In his seven losses, he's at 288 ERA, which would rank him 11th among baseball's 79 qualified pitchers. Better than Severino, better than Jake Arrieta from the Phillies. Unbelievable. He is, it's sad how they're not doing anything. In his four starts against the Braves this year, he's allowed two earned runs in 25 innings. On Friday, he matched the runs total. It's also the first time the Braves scored more than one run against them in their past half-dozen attempts over the course of almost a year. Unbelievable, man. He's a hell of a player. And then I read about the A's are going to sell packages called A's Access, which would start at $240 and give fans general admission access to all 81 games at the Coliseum because nobody goes to the fucking games. Plus a reserved seat plan and discounts on parking. 
merchandising concessions. Fans can pay more to be eligible for seat upgrades, but they will always be allowed into the ballpark. And they can't move, I think, until 2023. That Coliseum is, like, crumbling. Why do you think the Raiders are getting the fuck out of there? So... So it puts the fan in the ballpark, but the fan's level investment determines where he or she can sit and how often. Now, they're, they're playing great ball this year, but they're averaging just 17,000 and change a game for the first 50 home games. 28th in the majors at only Tampa Bay and Miami. That's, that's how pathetic it is. Yeah, they can't, they can't move it to a new venue in 2023. So they have to be innovative. And Yankees, man. Friday night, Porcello, 86 pitches. That's all he needed. Carried a no-hitter into the seventh. Struck out nine, walked none. 86 pitches to complete the game. That's kind of scary. Eight and a half out. So we're talking about the Jets. That last season, their pass defense allowed the eighth lowest completion percentage, 59%. Matched the league average for yards per attempt, seven yards. But only one team, the Giants, allowed more passing touchdowns. And only nine teams recorded fewer interceptions. That's the thing. Jamal Adams did not have an interception last year. And they start the season against the Dolphins. Tannehill, how he's going to be. So either going to have Tyrod Taylor or Blake Baker Mayfield for the Browns. And then you have the Jaguars, Blake Bortles, which, you know, haven't been the best. There's the worst passing offices, but I definitely think Tannehill, hey, Gase has to put up or shut up this year with the Dolphins. We'll see what the Browns can do this year. And Bortles, I thought, played a lot better in the postseason. So we'll see. And listen, no game's easy in the NFL. And it was interesting. When I was reading, I was watching the ESPN, I'm sorry, the Real Sports, about Sean McVay's dad was saying, you're basically judged on 16 days, 16 games. Really, I mean, you know, that's what it is. And, you know, if you're, if you, you know, if the bounces go your way, if they don't, you know, it's kind of crazy. It's, it, it's tough. So Yankees actually yesterday broke a streak, but they hit eight straight games with a, one, at least one home run. They are tied for the third longest streak of, this, of the season, and they have 13 home runs in those eight games, but they didn't hit a home run yesterday. Miguel Andor is still doing. And how about this? Michael Thomas, who's a giant now, he just got signed to a new contract. He was always getting, like, the league minimum. Since 2014, he's led the NFL in special teams tackles with 54. He was the 2017 Pro Football Focus Special Teams Player of the Year. And just kind of crazy. He said uh, he, said he just got to be a dog. And he, with the new contract, I think it was a two-year, $4 million contract. Yeah, two-year, $4 million contract. And he, interesting what he said. He said, when you go and he was undrafted out of Stanford. He goes, when you go undrafted, what people said coming at college about you, that never leaves you, he said. That chip on your shoulder, wanted to prove yourself, wanted to prove to everybody else, I can play this game at a high level and have success. That doesn't leave you. I agree. I root for guys like that. Oh, Milani is for uh, Team LeBron. Good for her. He's a fucking idiot. So it was, a, it was actually the, yesterday for the Yankees, second straight sub three hour. Yesterday's game was two hour, 33 minutes. Yeah, J.D. Martinez, man, is a freaking beast. They're 68 and 41, fourth straight loss, eight and a half games out, the largest deficit of the season. Red Sox are 78 and 34. That record's out of control. Oh, and I read an awesome... Now, I've talked about Lindsay Whalen. Lindsay Whalen is playing for the Minnesota Lynx, and she's the University of Minnesota. But that's, she's a Minnesota alum, the U alum. And she's going to coach the women's basketball team. So her coach said... Uh, her, her, her office was 
was filled with photos and mementos when she was in, she was an assistant coach with the Detroit Shock, and she told Whalen that she and, she and Whalen now tells her own players what Reeves told her: help us redecorate the room. So it's like let's so Whalen's bringing all this stuff of her memories, but she goes let's redecorate with our memories. I kind of I like that, you know. It was pretty cool. Yeah, Red Sox twenty two and six since July six. <laughs> And the Yankees were up 3 nothing, three batters into this series. They've now scored 23-6 since. Not good. Not good at all. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, so we shall see if they can pull it out tonight. We shall see. Oh, and then I was watching. What, what what else did I? Yeah, I had some other stuff I wanted to talk about. Here, let me do this little photo. Oh, photos. Adam Jones gave eighty five hundred dollars to help a little league team get to the little league tournament. The games are being played in Wilmington, no Williamsport. I thought was I thought he's a good guy. And Pierce hit his fourth home run in six appearances yet yesterday. So he's still hitting the a Friday night. Unbelievable. That's crazy, right? When guys get hot like that, you like you never want it to end. Okay, Adam Jones. 8500 for bus transportation for the Mamie Johnson Little League team, which will represent the nation's capital, the mid-Atlantic region, starting Sunday in Bristol, Connecticut. Thought that was pretty cool. The first, it's the first predominantly black squad to advance to the mid-Atlantic region, the final obstacle to a spot in Little League World Series in Williamsport. There's 12 players on the roster, 11 are African-American. Pretty cool, right? He became aware about the team's plight from a tweet from Delia Goncalves, a reporter for WSA-TV in Washington. His reply on Twitter, amazing, how can I help? That's freaking cool. Yeah. He had a FaceTime during an Orioles team flight to Texas. He said, I want to see the next generation get an opportunity to succeed. Me being a black man trying to integrate more African-Americans into baseball, this is a no-brainer. His representative of CAA Sports got in, got, in, uh, got in touch with them. They'd already received $15,000 in contributions before Jones became involved. Some of the funds were contributed by competing little leagues in the area. And the surplus will actually go to enhancing future participation. Morin says uh, the league charges only $20 for players' families as an initiation fee. Because that shit's expensive, man. It's pretty cool. He earmarked $75,000 annually for the local boys and girls clubs. Signed a six-year, $85.5 million contract. 2012, he's going to be a free agent at the end of the season. 
I always like, you know, I've always, always heard good things about him. Yeah, pretty cool. That's cool stuff. And Otani uh, had a two-homer game on Friday night. But that was pretty cool, right? That's, that's, that's no shabby. That is, yeah. It's good to see, you know, when you hear stuff like that, you know, Adam, good stuff. Severino again, third straight loss, man. And Porcello actually uh, retired 21 straight Yankees at one point Friday night. This, this was cool. Okay, I read this from Tyler Kepner of the New York Times. Isaiah, Isaiah Galloway, an 11-year minor leader, 11-year minor leaguer, realized his dream on Tuesday, the day of the non-waiver trade deadline. He was 28, entered, entered pro baseball as an eighth-round pick of the Florida Marlins in 2008, coming from a high school in Rancho Cucamongo, California. He's climbed the minor league ladder before stalling with the AAA New Orleans... New, New, New Orleans, I see New Orleans almost, New Orleans, baby cakes. He tore his MCL last year while sliding into a plate, which cost him most of the season. He worried that the journey might, you know, might be done. He has 161 stolen bases in the minors. You know, he said, I'm older, I have an injury, my legs are a big part of my game. That was pretty, pretty downtime. But they brought him back as fourth in New Orleans. He's played 947 career minor league games when his manager, Arnie uh, Baylor, called him Called him on Tuesday afternoon. The baby cakes were traveling to El Paso, Texas for a game, but Galloway would, be, would not be joining them. He told me there was a possibility of a trade, so I should hang out in New Orleans and keep my phone near me. I didn't ex- know what to expect. Eventually, he was told by the manager to go to the airport, and he'd, be, and he'd been informed that the Marlins had traded Cameron Mabin, a right-handed outfielder like Galloway, to the Seattle Mar- Mariners. That meant Galloway was headed to the majors at last to join the Marlins in Atlanta. So how about that? Crazy, right? It gets better. Called his parents, waited for the weather delay, flew to Atlanta, where the car service, where with the Marlins Braves game playing on the radio, took him to uh, SunTrust Park. He was hurriedly, you know, he brought to the visitors' locker room, was given a uniform number seventy nine. In an inning and a half, I'm in the game. He enters for defense in the seventh inning, came up in the ninth, beating out an infield single and clapping his hand as he crossed first base. He said to give to the baseball to his grandfather, grandmother, Oleon White. Only one player in team history, but Ryan Daw back in 98 had ever made his debut after playing more games in the minors. He cried. He said, I cried at different spots in the day. It was so overwhelming overwhelming and chaotic. I think when I got the hit and got, the fir- got to first, and I was shaking, I didn't really know why. They lost 11-6. But the, there was a cool tweet from um, team broadcaster Glenn Geffner. He goes, this, that is the beauty of baseball. After an 87-minute rain delay in a near-empty ballpark after midnight in the ninth inning of a crummy loss in Atlanta, you get rewarded with Isaac Galloway's first Major League Baseball hit and his first at-bat after 11 years in the minor leagues. Nothing like it. That, to me, is the shit. When I read stuff like that, I'm like, talk about, you know what? Talk about 11 fucking years, over 900 games of the minors, and never given up, getting injured, and just saying, "I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep trucking along. I'm just going to keep going, keep going to keep going." That that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, pretty freaking cool. And Ryan Zimmerman is the all-time leader in hits, home runs, and RBIs for the National Expos franchise. How about that? Did not know that. Good for him. Yeah, I'm not even going to talk about... Yeah, I'm done talking about Donald Trump. He said he made LeBron look smart. 
asshole. <laughs> LeBron said he, he would run for office if it meant stopping Trump from winning. Was it winning or whining? Is it winning with two ends? I thought winning was with two ends. So I like what Carl Anthony Towns wrote. So let me get this straight. Flint, Michigan is dirty water, but still. But you worried about an interview about a man doing good for education and generations of kids in his hometown? Shut your damn mouth. Stop using them Twitter fingers and get stuff done for our country with that pen. That was a good tweet. I agree. Bradley Beal says, I'm tired of you. But what Carol, Carl Anthony, yeah, let's focus on the real important stuff, right? Yeah. Freaking idiot. What a putz. Schmuck. Oh, and Isaiah Whitehead, former Seton Hall, he signed a one-year, $1.1 million deal contract with Lokomotiv Kuban in Russia. He's hoping to get, have a strong season as a lead guard, show he's completely healthy, and then return to the NBA for, for next season. All right. I guess we'll see how that works out. Oh, and Kelvin Benjamin ripped the uh, Panthers. He said, uh, he said, Carolina was bad for me if you would have put me with any other quarterback. Oh, Jesus. Ouch. Damn. Oh, I, I love what... Uh, what Dwight Howard wrote. I learned magic for eight years, traveled to La La Land, learned how to work with rockets, how to fly with some hawks, got stung by the hornets, and through all that, it taught me how to be a wizard. It's kind of funny, right? Oh, and Met fans struggling with their team's last season can now, can now go. There's an online mental health marketplace is giving free confidential therapy sessions to Flushing Faithful who fill out a form asking for their most difficult moments at fans. The UMA Health made the offer this week after their 25-4 loss, the worst loss in Mets history, on Tuesday. UMA said the lighthearted promotion is meant to bring attention to the important role of therapy. The company says it wants to eliminate the stigma of going to a therapist. Tied for last in National League East. Entering Saturday, there were 16 games behind the Phillies. Peanut, what's the matter? You always look so unhappy. Yeah. Liberty suck. Eli Apple had to be helped off the practice field with an apparent left knee injury. I have not heard anything. i got to check that out. But that would suck. That would really suck. Suck big time. Oh, and I found a bargain place in Soderton, Pennsylvania. Jesse's Barbecue and Local Market. I am going there. Gumbo Chef. It's, I checked. It's 80 miles away. Maybe Rock would go with me. I think Rock would like some good barbecue. Zach Wheeler got the win last night for the Mets. Mike Sh- Sosha, 19 years as the Angels manager, expected as... Step down after the season. Ken Rosenthal reported. How about that? They've been playing like shit forever. And a lighter storm Alvarez. I watched that fight. Sergey Kovalev, seventh round KO. He hit him with a straight freaking, what was it? Straight right. Went down, got up, knocked down twice more. He was in lot. Wow. I was like, damn. I was I was like zoning out on the fight. But uh, Kovalev, man, that was, was pretty cool. I mean, not that he got beat up, but it was a, it was, it was a good fight. And Demetrius Johnson's record of 11 straight title defenses Lost to Henry uh, Cejudo at UFC 227 last night. You know, he's, he's having a hell of a career. The UFC, new UFC flyweight champion. Yeah, and Cindy, uh, Lindsay Whalen has played the most. So there's been 21 NBA, WNBA finals. She's played in eight of them, Lindsay Whalen. And if they if they win it this year, they'll have the most 
they'll break the record of the Houston. What were they called then? What was the Houston? They're not even. I don't even know if they're a franchise now anymore. The Houston franchise. They would break the record of the. What was the Houston? Yeah, what was the Houston WNBA team? In, I don't. I think they're. I think they're got Houston WNBA team. Houston WNBA. The Comets. They won the first four championships of the league's existence from. I used to like that team. Yeah, who was the stars of that team? Oh, Cynthia Cooper. Cheryl Swoops. Kim Perot, who ended up succumbed to cancer in 99. Tina Thompson. So, yeah, they would... They would uh, pretty awesome, huh? played in eight of them that's pretty awesome so they'd be going Lynx would be going for their fifth title she's had four she's got that four WNBA rings she has the most wins of any most WNBA record for most individual wins 295 and counting two gold medals 2012-2016 Olympics it's a hell of a career man it's a hell of a freaking career alright alright that's it let's get to some trivia questions all right. Last show. Most W I'm sorry, most NBA final losses all time by a player. Jerry West record eight NBA finals he lost. Elgin Bellers lost seven, and LeBron lost six. How about that? Today's trivia question most wins by a pitcher from the Dominican Republic. Most wins by a pitcher from the Dominican Republic. I almost gave the the, the answer away. So tonight, we got the Yankees playing the Red Sox. We got no football tonight. Mets playing. Tanaka pitching tonight versus David Price. We'll see how that goes. Yankees could be either 7.5 or 9.5 out. I'm hoping it's hoping it's the former, not the latter. Rock, I hope you're doing well. I don't know if he did a show because it was raining Friday night. Oh, and I'm watching uh, Sharp Objects. Watched three episodes last night, and we realized that now it's week to week, so we have to wait for episode five. That's pretty freaking good. And Land of the Lost, I'm watching on HBO Go. Freaking love that. Cloak and Dagger, the finale was kind of eh. I don't know if I'm going to watch it anymore. I wasn't really like, I wasn't like, I was like, it was okay. They saved, uh, oh, I don't want to give too much away. Someone watches it, I don't want to give away, but it was okay. It wasn't great. And, uh, oh, Better Call Saul starts Monday night. And Tuesday starts... Training camp. What's what's it called? Oh my god! How am I how am I blanking on stuff today? The training camp. What's the training camp show on HBO? Hard Knocks. Cleveland Browns. All right, folks. Have a great day. Peace out. Talk to you soon.